Tuxedo 3, that is again Tuxedo 3, just released. And if you are tuning in, this is the Block is Hot podcast. I am your host, Famous Amos, a.k.a. the Unidentified Black Male, a.k.a. your mother's last mistake, a.k.a. soul brother number three. A.K.A. He went that way. A.K.A. Get up to get down. And I'm just going to leave it on that one because I've just been making up aliases after Soul Brother number three. (laughs) And to my left is my co-host. 
Hmm. That's interesting. Where is my co-host? Hmm. Well, if you haven't noticed, for this episode, the block is hot. It is just going to be your boy fame. Uh, my co-host, it's Tim Redhose, a.k.a. Timmy Busnuts, a.k.a. I, I'm not going to lie. I'm not, I, I forgot some of his aliases, most of them, except for Timmy Busnuts and Plotho Got Stacks. <laughs> but uh, Tim will be joining on a later episode of the podcast. He's been going through a lot of car issues and things and supposedly he was going to have his car running and up and ready to go. That did not happen. And just with the logistics, it's been, you know, it's been difficult. That's that's, that's the only thing I could say right now. And as far as for not releasing, we want to apologize. At least I want to apologize to all of our listeners out there that tune in every week and like to interact with us and shoot us all that beautiful, juice of, juicy information. Um it, it, you know, uh, it's a trip. It's a trip. Like little small bumps and speed bumps can really derail your plan. So right now we are not recording in the same place we normally are recording. Had to do some moving around. Um, that's what kind of pushed this back. And by me pushing it back on Tuesday, our normal recording date to release on Wednesday, Tim had to push his date back. And then it was just been a clusterfuck. And we want to make sure we at least release something for you guys. So this may not be the longest podcast. I'm still going to cover some things that, you know, are going on. And especially this whole uh, Area 51 situation that we got going on, which is pretty uh, pretty interesting to say the same, to say the least. So before we go ahead and jump into it, I just want to say that uh, my comic book of the week is going to be the multiverse for DC Comics. Um, I know we uh, we touched on that on a previous episode, but I'm not going to lie. I never got a chance to uh, to finish it. So um, I'm still completing that, uh, that saga. I think you guys should jump back into it if you didn't already complete it. Uh, that's been my comic book that I've been you know touching on and off when I get the chance to uh, to read my comic books. But yeah, I'm not going to lie, man, uh, for all you guys out there, I'm a blockheads. It feels kind of interesting doing a solo show. Just speaking to the crowd, to the audience, the uh, the viewership. Oh, and also, since we had to uh, move out of the previous room we were recording in, uh, we don't have video yet. Once we go ahead and uh, my house gets situated and, you know, we got the room set up and can actually present a nice suitable um, video production we'll be back with the videos so uh, that's something to not worry about and yeah let's just jump into it let's just jump into it ah it's like how do i transition without making it awkward man you know this is a it's a weird weird kind of feeling but i guess uh going to be an opinionated podcast because i can't really conversate with tim so i'm just going to conversate with you guys area 51 is it a psyop by the cia is it some type of programming to see who is into conspiracies and 
I've heard a lot of people saying that, you know, it's going to be stupid, you know, because first of all, you don't know where Area 51 is. Um, once you get to the actual site, it's on. Sorry, all right, now I guess got a little bit of hiccups. You know, it's on a, a massive acre of land, not acre, acres, miles of land and shit. So it's like, you're going to have to find it first. And then once you even get past the gates, like, who's to say there's not going to be drones to stop? And, you know, there's going to start, you know, locking people up. So that's, that's the argument that I'm hearing on one side. Now, on the other side is, and this is the kind of side that I would say I'd fall under. I think that that type of mass protest or that type of, just that type of demonstration, let's just say hypothetically, you know, a million plus people genuinely show up to Area 51's pickup site. Like people have learned the employees routes of pickup because I believe they get shuttled in on, um, on buses. So if they're getting shuttled in on buses, they probably have a dedicated road and they probably have a certain place of getting there. I don't think we would commit an act of mass murder on that scale. Like, I don't think we would have a Tenement Square 2.0 USA Area 51. And I kind of think that what if this is the disclosure? What if this could possibly be the government's way of bringing the masses like where so many people are just like they're tired you know they they may be old as fuck like i got nothing to lose man i've been believing in ufos since i was a kid and if this is our this is our gonna be our first stand it might be our last stand shit i'll die put me in the front of the line picture that 70 year old man out there that's just like fuck it bro i mean shit i i mean 70 is not that old but he's like i i've had enough world's going to shit everyone's arguing over bullshit I want to see them aliens before I go. <laughs> and then and then he just shows up. Alien t-shirt on and all. I could see it happening. Now, that that's that's something you got to consider cuz right now they're saying that all the hotels in that area of Nevada, you know, like the I think it's like a small airport area, um that little area is completely like sold out of hotels. And they haven't even factored in people that can just drive in from California and the neighboring states. Like for some of these neighboring states, a drive is nothing, you know, and then you got bus routes, you got trains, you got, there's so many different forms of transportation to get over here. And we're talking about right now, just uh, U.S. citizens and those that actually just signed up on Facebook. Think about the paranoid people. They don't want to have a Facebook, but they know that a meeting's going down and they're like, well, shit, I heard about it, but I didn't sign up. There could be, for all we know, like three million people that are they've committed to go to Area 51. Now, what would that look like? Would it look like the Million Man March in D.C.? Something to really think about. Would it look like the most recent protest that took place in China where you see that big population in Hong Kong just starting to fill the streets and shit like a time lapse? This is nuts. I think that uh, we take the numbers for granted. Because it was a... It's always been a statement that I think I would make when I was younger. And I, I would say I was more reckless and I had always thought about situations that could go wrong. 
Now I'm more cautious and I would try to, you know, maybe de-escalate or try to sneak more than anything. But the phrase that I kept seeing a lot of it go around was, uh, they can't shoot all of us. That is a really good thing to have. I mean, that that's how you know the people that would actually show up probably don't give a fuck. And that's why I believe that we wouldn't have some type of super mass murder. But imagine that, like, some people really don't give a fuck. And it's like, well, I want to see the aliens, like, prove me wrong, take me on a tour. And then, like, those probably walk right up in that bitch, get popped in the head. Damn, I, didn't, I wish I didn't have to do that, you know? If 50, 60 more people do that, well, shit, you've already had to change magazines. By that time, someone could have rushed you, depending on what the distance is. They want them to close in to 30 meters, 50 meters, 100 meters. And shit, what if it becomes, what if it becomes like a war? Like, people don't think about that. Nevada motherfuckers got guns. Imagine if this whole Area 51 situation becomes the actual civil war between government and the populace. And I'm not saying this to be, you know, yeah, I want to see, you know, death, but I'm really putting out honest scenarios and situations. You know, people. People are really getting pushed to the boiling point. Like we've had the most mass shootings. We have the most tense people getting in fights over stupid names and just like identity politics and other types of bullshit. You got people that are, you know, broke. People that are people are in debt. People that just aren't happy, depressed, hopped up on drugs, psycho medications. And I ain't talking about like, you know, people taking acid and shrooms. Those people are cool. I'm talking about people taking like crazy ass opioids and like, you know, doctor made psychedelics and shit like. It's really getting wild, and imagine like how many motherfuckers show up packing heat, concealed, or just you know ready to throw down. And it's just like fuck it, they start busting at me, they start busting back. How many people show up with vests just because like they know that their lives are gonna be in danger, so they show up in armor? <laughs> like that may be like the rawest of the raw situation, but damn it, if that shit were to happen, whoo! Oh, man, I, I could just see it now. I could just see it now. Oh, man. And then think about all the people that are probably gonna even like just bring their kids. Just because this is this might be like a historical event. Like. Imagine when they had the first uh, burning man and they're like, what the fuck are these motherfuckers doing in the woods? Or like the first time they did a flash mob. But use the internet. Which is nuts. I can imagine if they just slowly one by one start locking up people that are associated with that group. And they say that they're actually going. They start just like jamming them up. Giving them tickets. Court date appearances all on the 27th. Or whatever the fucking day in September is supposed to be. I can I, I want to call that like right now. If you actually signed your name on that Facebook petition. To, I mean, that Facebook like group event to go to Area 51. I bet you're probably going to get pulled over by a cop and get like some type of ticket, regardless if it's something crazy. It may just be like your windows are tinted or he may like just I don't know. You may uh, run one of those like camera lights and you may think you were good, but it just goes off like shit like that happens or even just like a parking ticket. 
something is gonna happen to you. Like you're gonna ha- you're gonna get uh, like jury duty or something for that date. I don't know if it's a Saturday or a weekend date, but I just feel like anyone that has that shit, they're gonna slowly start doing that shit, like to get people to deter from it. That'd be some crazy ass shit. But the very worst worst case scenario is we have the biggest massacre in the history of America, like since like probably like the Boston massacre or some shit. And I'm not talking about, like, I'm talking about against our own people and government. Like, well, shit, I don't know. There's probably, I mean, unless you like count 9-11, you know, 9-11 was in, well, even then though, 9-11 wasn't a million people. Like, and I'm just giving like the numbers as if like the numbers really showed up. Like if they just murked all those people, just like, like dropping bombs or like a fucking gunship, just like doof, 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 doof. No. That should be fucking nuts. Or, or, and this is something I just thought of right now. It's not going to be like a massacre. We're going to see use of crazy tech that's never been used before. Like, we're going to see those crazy, like, dispersal sonar radar guns. Everyone's eardrums are just going to be all fucked up and they're just going to be running away and, like, heat rays and shit. Like, they're going to, like, not, like, burn motherfuckers up, but, like, fry them with their radiation and shit. So they might as well burn their asses up. Like, shit's going to be fucking nuts. It's going to be fucking nuts. And then everyone's going to be, you know, screaming out loud. It's going to be fucking crazy. And then, you know, niggas going to be laughing. So, here's my advice. And fuck you and you're welcome. That's that's my opinion on that. On the Area 51. Might come back to if I have any crazy ass thoughts about it. <laughs> but, uh fuck man y'all gotta be out y'all, y'all gotta be safe out there definitely gotta be safe out there shit so uh kind of want to start a segment on the podcast seeing that i uh i spent some time surfing on the internet so does my boy tim he you know we browse through reddit not really into 4chan, only just because I don't like the format of 4chan. I don't like the way like it looks. It looks kind of sloppy. Uh, I like how clean uh, Reddit is. So I know a lot of stuff sometimes trickles down. You know, it's like 4chan and then 4chan to Reddit. And then Reddit goes to Instagram. Instagram goes to Facebook. And then yada, 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 yada. But um, yeah, I want to start a segment <coughs> called uh, Surfing on the Internet. And we played it in a few, I think the last episode of the podcast, I introduced it to a degree and it was just fucking with it. But I, if you follow us on our Instagram, which I highly suggest that you do at the block is hot podcast. Um, and on Twitter, the block is hot podcast and just everywhere. Social media, just type in the block is hot podcast or the block is hot. You will certainly find us. And if you listen to the last few posts, it's been this little jingle right here. Take a spin, now you're in with the techno set. You're going surfing on the internet. <laughs> so I want to make that a segment for just internet pop-ups and just stories that I find industri- interesting and like videos that I kind of also seem to be interesting. Like uh, this is some shit that I just like found today when I was just clicking through the internet convicted murderer 
77 deemed too old to be a threat fatally stabbed woman in front of her children and i was just thinking like god damn albert flick 77 of auburn maine who was previously deemed too old to be a threat by the judge um <laughs> i mean rest in peace to the victim of course you know we're not trying to make anything negative on that but kimberly dobby was the victim and the jurors deliberated less than an hour before reaching his guilty verdict great and if you look at this dude this guy looks like a fucking like bilbo baggins type dude like this motherfucker right here like he looks like how would you kill anyone like i feel like i could just push you over you'd fall and like break your hip and apparently this dude attacked this woman in broad daylight um had, you know stabbed her it's all caught on surveillance it's all fucked up and um yeah i think that we need to stop kind of using that clause of you're too old for jail like i'm not gonna lie some criminals just deserve to die in jail or rot in jail like if you fuck up like i don't care like when bill cosby caught his cases and like they got him it's like damn you really were fucking up bill like they're like he's too old to go to jail and it's like well like you thought you were gonna get away with it like he lived his whole life knowing his dirt and he he probably had behind the scenes phone calls behind the scenes conversations and just like maybe even silent um nda sign and shit um and other like threats and he knew that day was gonna come one day but he thought with this old age oh maybe if i just stay quiet and i don't say nothing that they'll just forget about my crimes and i can just die one day and then they'll love me as the old bill but they're like nah fam fuck that like you ain't just gonna live out your 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 what was it your your wonder years not wonder years your fucking golden years and fucking in peace and harmony in your nice fucking house with your family as you just abuse like a shitload of people it's like nah fam you're gonna rat you're gonna rot in this cold ass motherfucking cell and your last thoughts are gonna be like damn i had it all and i thought i was gonna get away that may be harsh you know definitely you know you can at me and let me know how i feel how you feel about that but it's real shit man like some people just gotta hear it some people gotta hear it speaking of that topic of some people gotta hear it i feel like this whole generation that's been brought up right now like the one that's uh the generate and i say this not about the kids technically but i'm talking about the ones that are coming into age say to like 16 to 18 i feel like they were caught way too much and they can't handle criticisms because i remember back in the day i used to have this theory of you know if you have no shame you can never be embarrassed and i feel like that was a terrible philosophy to have because there's certain acts and certain things that we do that we should be ashamed of like certain buffoonery we should you know we shouldn't you know praise and raise up and i think that's what got out of hand from that whole generation of of jackass culture you know and i'll admit jackass um cky all that shit that was my shit back in the day and it was funny as fuck i always said to myself damn these motherfuckers are crazy because i'll never do it but i love watching it but people saw you can do dumb shit record it and become famous and then it's like that's where our society is at right now and it's it's really wild like when we look at it like 
how did we get to that? Like, was that the whole plan to like get this new crazy system of surveillance or like we literally gave everyone a camera and said, record the world. I want to know what you guys think about that. Those of you that are listening, I want to know when did you get your first camera phone? Because there's some of you out there that may be listening to me and you may have been like, well, I remember my first phone was, you know, an Nokia brick. And it's like, I remember the bricks. I didn't have one. I had a little blue, small Nokia. Still had no camera phone, but my dad had the brick. And it had Snake on it and all those old shit games. On So I know what the phone was, but my first phone was like a little blue Nokia, basic color. You know, I was in seventh grade. No minutes, barely no text messaging at all. No Internet, just a phone so I can get, you know, picked up from practice, um, emergency situations and just shit like that. Like my dad, I can let my dad know, yo, I'm going to a friend's house. He has access to me at all times. But um, I remember when he first got his camera phone, she was nuts. We were taking we were at Six Flags, taking pictures of all this shit. Uh, me and my uh, my boy, Chef Diesel, we had the phone. We were just like taking pictures like selfies and shit my dad had a little bit of data at that time you had email so we were like sending pic stars like to the email address and shit but you know this is like back when like myspace was like first really popping like where you could actually like use it and shit and it just made me like blow my mind because i still didn't have a camera phone i had a flip phone which was like a, a fucking crazy thing to have at that time oh you got a flip phone you don't just got a little like little stick phone like now nah, i got an actual flip phone now color lcd all that shit and then it went to oh you got music on your phone and then it it came to the point where like my like when the iphone first enabled you to start recording i would say i literally recorded everything like that we did like my whole life was like documented on an iphone once like they had once they had the video function and it was around that time, you know, I was really uploading everything, saving all my data on like my hard drives and shit. And I was and once I got a laptop, it was it was it was gone. Like everything like was fucking like crazy. Everything was recorded. I got so many videos that like if motherfuckers knew that I even had them, it would be like, damn, fam, like, can you delete that? But it's just I it's memories. Like I would never post this shit. Like y'all would never see any of this footage. But like it's just crazy memories, like fucking crazy cracking parties from like 2009 2008 and 7 6 just like it was nuts but i never posted any of that shit on um you know on social media it was mainly just for for my personal like memory my photo album that i just had on my computer like yo crazy nights out like some of them i've even looked at i just have them saved in folders like you know like july 7th and it was just like boom i just dumped everything from that night and just you know kept it pushing but it seems like now with all these new phones that are coming out and everything, we just like we've we've mapped the world. I don't know how many of you out there have heard of the company Ring. But the company Ring, if you have the app, because I, I, you know, I have one, didn't think about it, but you have access to people's cameras low key. If you can hack that system, which people have done, but they have access to every single camera. And they can basically like if 
you know they give that access to the police and people you know like whatever like it's just surveillance basically what i'm getting at because i'm not saying that they shouldn't use it like but i'm just saying we've now given access to that on such a crazy personal level like the police can say like if you have a ring and they ask for a warrant on the ring uh services and you say oh i was at my house from this time to that time they can just check your ring from that down and like well your ring never shows you leave or enter from that time to that time so what's your real story and then you're like ah shit so there's just things like that that we gotta we gotta be thinking out there be cautious let's get back to another one take a spin now you're in with the techno set you're going surfing on the internet So, in the world today, I want to talk about, oh shit, where's that story at? Well, that's what happens when you're doing shit solo dolo and you're not used to it. (laughs) You can forget what story you're going to bring up. Ah shit, that's that fine California pine. Uh, damn. Well, shit. In hip hop news, this nigga Tay K is found guilty of murder, and I really do not know how I feel about that. As far as like. Is I'm not talking about like how do I feel about the verdict? Like yeah, that motherfucker's guilty. Like, I don't give a shit about that. That nigga fucking probably he probably actually fucking like did way worse shit. But it's just like my thing is like I don't know how I feel about that in hip hop. Like the race was a very popular song. For those of you that may not have heard it, I'll play it right now. You want action, you get turned into passive. Your boy's deep, well, let's get to subtracting. Smith and Wesson made my night with some compassion. Fuck, fuck, fuck a beat. I was trying to beat a case, but I ain't beat that case, bitch. I did the race. Beat it up, where I nut, shorty face. Eli Blast cracking foes like a face. Pop a nigga, then I go out my way. Do the dash, then I go out the way. Rob, rob, rob a nigga, shoes, rob a nigga. So yeah, that is the young little hood motherfucker Tay K, Tay K forty seven, um, and yeah, it's kind of it's a it's one of those things now where we have to now start looking at hip hop as a whole and what what we truly want it to represent. Um, on one side, I'll be completely honest. I love me some gangster hip hop, some gangster rap. That's just, that's me. Like I grew up in the nineties, gangster rap was popping. Some of my favorite artists are Bone Thugs and Harmony as far as groups to me. I mean, Wu-Tang Clan is still like the greatest hip hop group of all time. I can't deny them because of numbers and what they're able to do solo and just 
what they were able to capitalize on. But uh, in my personal opinion, Bone Thugs and Harmony is the best group. Outcast is the best duo because they're not a group. And then that's how I'm going to rank that. And then I would say like, no, I'm just going to leave it right there because I don't want to get into other artists. But, uh, you know, NWA would be second. Uh, just, you know, West Coast bias. That's, that's all it is. But um, I love I love rap music from Houston. Pimpsey. Love some Big Hawk, some Big Mo, some Lil Kiki, some Paul Wall, some Chameleon Air. Um, you know, and again, I may sound like an old head, but these are just like the rap artists that I really fucked with. You know, 3-6 Mafia. Um, just like, damn, I'm drawing blanks right now. I'd have to pull up my iTunes just to see like what are the artists I was really fucking with a lot back then. Now it's like, I feel like because you don't really you get so much information like i don't even look at where motherfuckers are from now i just listen to the music i don't even care i don't read the bios and on on the internet but if i had your cd i could like read where you're from so you know that's a whole nother story but um i love gangster rap i love hearing about the struggle i love hearing about it i love hearing about it if you beat the case or i love hearing about it if yo that's some shit in your past and you got like either it's like yo you didn't get caught or it's like yo you got caught you paid your dues and you got out you made change your life rapping about your past cool but this little nigga take hey man he's about to kill the nigga then ran out on the fucking he ran out on his court and shit literally did the race that's what the whole song was about you know running from his court uh, his court case and it's just like i can't condone that man like like I love gangster rap just because I love hearing the stories, but I can't fuck with that behavior. Like just, you know, as a black man, I feel like we already get the most negative stereotypes casted upon us in mainstream media that I don't like to see us promote the same bullshit. Like, you know, they say back uh back when NWA came out, you know, this is reality raps and that shit and that, you know, we're rapping about our situation. Well, everyone's been saying that this whole time from that and from the inception of that line, I feel like that's been the excuse to people to continue their actions. And I'm not talking about, you know, poverty stricken areas that sell drugs in order to, you know, better themselves. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about the message and how we actually try to practice what we claim to preach. If you're just rapping about a terrible neighborhood that uh has been in the shambles for a while and that's all you're doing and it's now two decades, three decades and the people of that community have not tried to change or have not tried to adapt and by the people I'm saying like the people rapping about that lifestyle and the people that have garnished the money that can change the hood. Like that's why I really like, I fucked with Nipsey. Like he was 100, you know, bruh talked about his past regardless of, you know, how much was, how much the truth was stretched, how much wasn't regardless. He was from rolling sixties. That's a very dangerous crip uh, gang, you know, Los Angeles, California. But 
he still stayed in his community and was doing the most to try to make it a better place. Because again, he rapped about his reality, but he was actually on his feet trying to make it better. So that's what I mean by like, at what point do we give artists the excuse to keep like, why can we keep letting that narrative be pushed? Like, shouldn't we now be changing the neighborhood? Like why? And then I can't speak on some things too. Cause you know, I don't live in the hood, but I would think that, you know, the people that have been in the hood and are staying in the hood is what I'm saying. Like those people should be the ones running for office should be trying to make the difference. And, you know, but again, you know, I, I'm not going to, those are just my two cents. I'm saying that with all due respect, you know, and rest in peace to Nipsey Hussle, because, you know, I feel like if we would have, if he would have had, if he was still here, I'm telling you like 10 years from now, like, let's just say like he was still here today, like in 10, 15 years, he probably would have been in like some city council shit. Like he probably would have been on boards. Like, I don't know. I'm just saying like he, his shit would have been so much different. Like Nipsey was literally, he, in my opinion, like you can call Pac the goat. I'm talking about overall, like what a man was doing and what his, like what his word meant. Like Nipsey did way more than Pac. Okay. He, he built what Pac had. He was the one like when Pac said, I may not be the change, but I'm going to influence the mind of the one who will. I feel like Nip was that mind. I feel like genuinely Nip was that mind that heard the words of Pac and was going to do it. And they took him out. By them, I mean the evils that are upon this earth. Don't want to get spiritual, but I mean, he walks across this land with free reign. And I feel like he can tempt people and push that, push that spirit of evil and just envy and jealousy into a man to make them want to take a greater man's life. So what do we do now in hip hop? Do we keep hyping up the bullshit? Like, why is it that conscious rap is on the bottom tier level? Like, why don't we start pushing conscious rap to the top tier and push this thug ass killer shit, dumb shit, push it down a level? Like, why don't we start giving shine to niggas like Sylvan LeCue, Collaborate, um, Kendrick Lamar already fucking has his shit. But I mean, uh, say Chewy, if fucking we wanted to go down that route or just, uh, Damn, can't get the Afro, uh, atmospheres, MERS, fucking damn, like the commons. Like it just, it just I'm trying to think of it all off the top of the dome. I didn't write this down, this is off the fly, but just if you know where I'm coming from, like the no names, the rap cities, the fucking uh Vel the Wonder, fucking there's just there's a lot of great talent out there that could be pushed to the forefront with a more positive message but i feel like we as consumers allow the bullshit and then get mad when bullshit happens that might just be me though i don't know let, let me know what you guys think let me know if you th- let me know if i'm tripping if i'm tweaking on some bullshit or if i'm actually saying something that makes a little bit of sense make sure to timestamp in the comments so other people can check in. <laughs> ah, shit, shit, shit. So, 
the block is hot podcast i always intended it to be a little bit more of a to have a little bit of the hip-hop and not even just hip-hop musical element to it i always wanted it to be like yo when you're on the block you're a blockhead you can say whatever you want let's get into music let's get into a little bit of politics if that's your thing me personally it's not let's get into some comic books some video games let's get into all the shit that just like can make your mind tick and I kind of wanted to fuck with uh, some music right now as far as uh, some of the music that I've been really fucking with. Of course, Tuxedo just dropped today as I'm recording this on the 19th. And Tuxedo 3, fuck, man, that's a, that's a banger. I'm really fucking with that. Um, another album that I've been really fucking with heavy. Again, this isn't the newest album, but uh, came out back in 2017. It's called sounds of crenshaw volume one and this is a terrence martin presents with the poly seeds i'll go ahead and play a little bit of that right now oh shit there it is oh this is that chill shit For those of you that don't know, I am also an artist, and I go by the name of High Tunes, H-I-T-O-O-N-S. And when I'm drawing, this is usually the type of shit that I'm playing in the background, some nice cool jazz melodies, maybe some vocals overlapping it. Yeah. This is that, this is that chill shit right here. Like I could literally let this play, this tape play through the whole background. Copyright be damned. I don't give a fuck. It's just fire. But uh, I would highly recommend it. if this is like if this is your vibe, I would check that out. Another one that I've been checking out too, really heavy, is these niggas called the Dip. And I say that lightly because they're all white. <laughs> Here's some of this shit right here. This is coming off of their self-titled album, The Dip, from 2015. It's a good project. I fuck with it. Again, it's another chill album. I called your house last evening. Your sister said you weren't home. I can't conceive why you leaving. Oh yes. You got to tell me. The big crit album. The big crit album is another album that I've been fucking with heavy. I think you guys should fuck with it um now again this is a hip-hop album if you're not into hip-hop if you're into more sounds and instrumentals it may not be your avenue but i think that's a good one i think you should check it out and you know what's another one now those of you who don't know right now uh it's been about what I think this is like the, the 25th anniversary or 20th anniversary of american pie so we just 
1999, so it's been fucking 20 years. 20 fucking years since American Pie. So I went back and I was playing just old classic like songs. And I don't know. I'm black, but I got a I got a fan thing for strings and other shit. Let me know if any of y'all know this this classic right here maybe. I don't know if it's a classic. the dreamers three revenge of the fucking dreamers three i was not going to end this podcast without mentioning that fucking album and honestly on some real shit on some real real shit that album is one of the best collab albums i've seen in a long fucking time now real real shit real real shit i'm going to go through this track list actually no i'm not i didn't realize how long it was i've just been playing it but if we're looking at it, it's 18 songs one hour four minutes it's the dreamville j cole it's that whole project and that's that whole gang Oh my God, like the fucking people on this lineup makes me think that the two biggest squads that can go, in my opinion, toe to toe, bar for bar and crank out banger projects is literally now TDE and Dreamville. Name me another camp that can bang with them. And don't give me good music because I mean, like, what have they been doing cohesively? And name some projects. Big Sean's been quiet. Two Chains, man. Kanye West projects so far have been mediocre. Dreamville and TDE need to go at it on an album, like together. That would be the best thing. A TDE versus Dreamville, because you get the whole Beast Coast versus West Coast kind of like vibe. But then the fact that Kendrick was on and reason was on the dreamville tape is so dope. And like, I think that they could do it all for fun. Like where it's like, we're going at each other as like two camps and it's all for fun. Like the song Lambo truck was dope as fuck. Like talking about Robin J Cole and shit. Like what the fuck? Like there's so many different rhyme patterns. Like, and then just all of all the artists are just so Fucking talented on fucking Dreamville, like Earth Gang, got Kaz, Baz, JID, Pivot Gang, Sava, fucking what's her name? Uh, shit. Damn, what's the chick's name? Ah, shit. Ari Linux? Was, was it that? Damn. Regardless, though, this album was fantastic. 
And if it wins best rap album of the year, I wouldn't be mad. Wouldn't be mad at all. Shit, how long have I been recording? Damn. It's been a 48-minute podcast already? Shit. I don't even think I'd make it this long. I'm not gonna lie, this whole recording solo just feels kind of weird. It's like my boy's not here. But, uh... I wouldn't be surprised by a nigga that eats ass. I say that with love and disrespect. Like, he crazy, like, you know, rest in peace, but that nigga in hell, like, he in hell. He in hell? He oh in my hell. god. <laughs> Good. <laughs> I trusted you. And that's just fucking around with the soundboards. Bullshit, man. Uh, let's get back to this internet. So, recently, I guess I'll get into it. I developed an addiction. And it's an addiction to Jordan sneakers. I mentioned on a previous podcast, but I think I might have a serious problem. I ain't a sneakerhead, never have been, never will be, at least in my opinion. But I found out about this fucking website called StockX. And that's just fucking crazy how, like, clothes have turned into a fashion economy. Actually, no, fuck it. We're not even going to talk about that. We're not even going to go down that rabbit hole of fucking shit. We're just not even going to do that right now. Shit. Well, I don't even really know what to talk about. Shit, actually, I think I do know what to talk about. As a, I'm looking on this fucking this shit on the internet. Um, apparently, a comedian is under wraps. I mean, under fire for making an XXX tentacion joke. So I'm gonna let y'all go ahead and hear this, and I'll go ahead and uh, let y'all be the judge on the joke. Is anyone still mourning XXX Tentacion? <laughs> he's a he's a rapper who uh, was murdered. He's dead now. Um, he was he was shot. He was on his way to buy a car with fifty thousand dollars in cash, and somebody shot him and took the money, which is very tragic. But I think also it would be a very good Venmo commercial. Yeah. <laughs> That's the first thing I thought when I heard that. Like, I don't have Venmo. I should. And I love a vest, man. A vest. So, uh, that was the joke. And the world of hip hop, not hip hop, really, just like this certain generation or age group of hip hop is up in arms and just so offended and just, you know. Which and I I know it's a part of this whole offensive culture that people like to be a part of, but this is a joke. Granted, 
it may not have sat well with the fans of XXX Tentacion. I will be completely honest. I was not a fan of XXX Tentacion. I listened to a few of his songs, you know, thought a few of them were decent. But I thought he was kind of a wild cannon and I thought he wasn't stable, you know, mentally. And unfortunately, he died young. Towards the end of his life, he was changing and was maturing, I believe, and was becoming more spiritual and more conscious of his power and actions as his uh, his status grew. But that still doesn't negate the negative energy that you had projected out prior to you trying to change your frequency. Um, so when I hear and, and the thing is, though, it's not even on him personally, because we allow jokes to be made about jesus whether you believe in him or not jfk martin luther king we've had jokes made about uh john lennon tupac biggie easy e i mean granted if you made a joke about nipsey hustle i would be offended and i'd be I'm, i'm still sad that you know we lost nip but am i gonna get like angry angry no because i know you're still trying it's comedy you know and sometimes comedy it it helps heal so and to be honest that joke it was actually kind of (laughs) funny you know i mean like i mean real shit you know we always say it in in at least my circle you shouldn't be walking around with that type of cash on you ever like why would you do that like regardless like they can just run up on you get it anything can happen or just like why, like, especially if you don't have security, like, and I think that's just because, you know, he thought he was safe in his own hood. Unfortunately, he was not. And, and it's just, you know, his life was taken, but I don't think that we should be uh, attacking a comedian who was doing her job and which her job was telling a joke. You know, if we're going to start killing comedians over, over trying to make a joke and trying to, you know, uh, you know, lighten up a situation regardless if you find it funny or not. You know, I think that's where the, where the issues come. And I think that's only with this new generation. Because, again, like, at the end of the day, who the fuck was X? I mean, unless you were a diehard fan, no one really, like, in the mainstream knew him. Like, like he wasn't a Bob Marley or anything. Like, when Bob Marley died... And when he, Bob Marley was shot, you know, like it's not like anyone, you know, was really on X like that to be emotionally as affected as like a Tupac, Nipsey, Big, John Lennon, uh, fucking uh, Richie Valens, a fucking uh, Kurt Cobain, like these types of people that died, uh, even a Mac Miller, you know, R.I.P. Mac Miller. It's like those types of things. And you know what? People don't usually make fun of the good ones that die. So that's why you haven't heard any Nipsey jokes or you haven't heard any like uh, Mac Miller jokes. Like regardless if you were a diehard fan that like got to know him, because I would only say it was the last few years of his life, like the last two years when he was really on that positive shit that I could say like, okay, it's good. He's changing his ways. But before that, I was like his song, look at me is dope. But I mean, other than that, like I, I mean, I don't like this kid. He's kind of an asshole. He likes to fight too much. Like, that's not cool. Like you gotta, you gotta mature after that. Like I feel like fighting is only cool when you're a juvenile and like in high school maybe. Like, but once you're 18, you're adult. Like, what the fuck are you gonna go to jail for for fighting? You're fucking dumb. 
but that's just my opinion. And, you know, I, I would love to hear yours about fighting and, you know, your reasons for fighting. Because I feel like you should only be fighting to save your life or the life of your family. Um, you know, if you want to be a hero, that's optional too. I'm not going to hate you for ever trying to be a hero. But just aggressively fighting people is just fucking, just nah, fam. It's not even worth it. So, uh, so yeah. I think people need to lighten the fuck up on this comedian who, uh, damn, I was look, I just fucking had her shit up and I was going to make sure I properly address her so that y'all motherfuckers can see this for yourself. Hold up. It is the comedian's name is. Oh, shit. Hold up, hold up. I'm almost there. Shit. Then fucking up. Oh, Dina Hashim. So, yeah. Dina Hashem, she made a joke, and that she was, you know, maybe it didn't stick, but, you know, as a blockhead, you know, send her some support, let her know that, yo, you made a joke, it's all good, you know, this this storm's gonna pass, motherfuckers are gonna forget about this shit instantly, and, yeah, have a, you know, have a great day, you know, keep on pushing, so... Shit, I, don't, I just can't find any more stories on this or anything else on the internet. And I think I'm almost about... Shit, I'm at about an hour. You know, once I play the outro song, it'll be about an hour podcast. So I think I'm going to go ahead and exit this with some good old-fashioned Nipsey Hustle. Just because, you know, he inspired me to, you know, get a podcast cracking and kind of do this shit in a sense. Also, give a shout out to uh, fucking what's it? damn? Who was that one? Uh, Adam C. Adam C. That was his Twitter shit. Adam C. He's been sending me a lot of crazy ass shit that I want to discuss with Tim so I can get his feedback because these stories are fucking funny. But uh, this motherfucker is like the coolest dude right now as far as the nigga that sent us all these crazy ass stories. Keep sending us the stories, bro. Uh. I'm going to leave this shit out with I Don't Stress by the young, late, great king, Nipsey Hussle. Uh, may you rest in peace. Let's go ahead and end this shit because I'm going to the fucking Mayor Hawthorne concert tomorrow. And that shit's going to be lit. Going to dance the night away. All that. Bye. Don't forget to like, comment, subscribe to The Block is High. I don't stress out, nigga. Poke my chest out, nigga. Wait on my show to bring the best out, nigga. Get it right or you get left out, nigga. Look, playing pocket, my cassette loud, nigga. I remember feeling like a stepchild, nigga. I would hate to see my mama stressed out, nigga. Black salmon tell me poke your chest out, nigga. I could die the day I made the set proud, nigga. 
Knock a fly away, but I respect vows, nigga Used to always say I'll make the whole world feel us Now I'm on a tour around the whole world, nigga Paparazzi waiting at my hotel, nigga Smoking while I'm driving, that's with no L's, nigga 20 bands a month, just for your bills, nigga Princess cut diamonds up in your grill, nigga Now smile in every camera and show your trill, nigga You feed them what you want, cause that's your kill, nigga And through the darkest days, I was like, oh well, nigga West side neighborhood against the whole world, nigga I don't stress out, nigga Poke my chest out, nigga Wait on my shoulder, bring the best out, nigga Get it right or you get left out, nigga Nah, I never fold under mental pressure I get better, ain't no code to y'all misconception I'm just special, it's an ode to my intersection May God bless and save my soul from its imperfection I can't measure with a number all these niggas resting But it's a lot and you that young and witness life and death You shell shot, but ain't no tears involved Except that all is how the world evolve Now every 12 months you live, another year you born Hindsight is 2020, that was really God Cause looking back, it ain't no reason why we ain't get caught Mission after mission, we was tripping Me and baby both the fats And little killer day kitchen Police in the front, pistols in the court When it hit the fan, you get to find out who you are Nervous as a bitch with sweat dripping out my palms And think through it though, you got to stay calm I don't stress out, nigga Poke my chest out, nigga Wait on my shoulder, bring the best out, nigga Get it right or you get left out, nigga Yeah. Playing big in my cassette loud, nigga I remember feeling like the best out, nigga They ain't feel me then, but I'm a threat now, nigga I'm the one that represent the West now, nigga Almost didn't make it cause the set foul, nigga Should've chipped you quicker than the West now, nigga Lock you up in cages, high went down, nigga Ship you out of town, you need a pen pal, nigga Plenty times I felt like this the end now, nigga But I catch my second win around the 10th round, nigga Only God knows the way it went down, nigga But if you see us up, that's cause we been down, nigga Stand up, we'll never sit down, nigga Man up, go and get a biz now, nigga Damn, cuz, look at how my campaign killin' Panoramic views, chillin' under 12-foot ceilings I don't stress out, nigga I don't stress out, nigga